The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Brought to you in part today by Glamourine. Now, here are the stars of our show, speaking for Glamourine. I stopped in the lobby for a mail. Seems to be a letter here from your mother, a oh. postcard from Helen. Here, quit reading my mail. Give me that, you. I always <laughs> read other people's postcards. Oh, honestly. <laughs> oh, Helen says Bill painted the garage. Bobby has chicken pox. Oh, oh, listen, remember we took her some Glamourine and we stopped to see her? Yeah. Well, she just can't get over it. She used it for her spring cleaning, and she says her rugs never look better. The dirt just vanished. Oh, just the way we <laughs> said it would, huh? Oh, she said the minute Bill saw it, the Glamourine vanished. What? <laughs> she says you bragged so much about cleaning our car upholstery with Glamourine... Yeah? ...that Bill grabbed it and used it for their car. She says, I went right out and bought the giant 98-cent pint free with a giant quart. Couldn't believe I got both for $1.89. <laughs> well, I can believe she got them both for $1.89, but I can't believe she got all that on a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> you, too, can make your rugs and upholstery bright as new with Glamourine's spring cleaning offer. The giant 98-cent pint free with a giant quart. Both for the price of the quart alone, only $1.89. Get yours today while the supply lasts. <laughs> Come on, come on. Just a minute, I've got to find my hat. Darling, you don't need a hat. It's a beautiful day. I have to wear a hat. It doesn't seem right not to wear one. I wouldn't go to a funeral without one. Well, we're not going to a funeral. Mm. The lawyer is just reading a will. Well, I, I need a hat. Oh, here it is. Will of a second cousin you didn't even remember and who died last year. Well, so, frankly, I don't know why we I'm haven't... ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Come on, is Betsy with Aunt Effie? Look, let it go, let it go. Come Betsy. on, now, we are due there at 9 o'clock sharp. Now, I don't... can't let a phone just ring. Oh. I have no sense. Hello? Well, we'll be late. We always are to everything. I never knew it's it. It's long... To... Hello? Yeah, well, for goodness sakes, Aunt Mary. Oh, look, tell her we don't know anything uh -huh. yet. We'll call her back. Well, how are you? Well, we're just on our way to the lawyers now, Aunt Mary. Yeah. No, we don't know what Larissa's will says at all. Yeah, yeah, well, we've been, I know, we've been in Boston a week, but this is the first... Uh-huh. What? Oh, Honey, I'm sorry to hear it. that. What? Oh, honestly. What happened? What's the matter now? Yes, uh, a windstorm blew a big branch right off that lovely old walnut tree in the front yard. Oh, you know, for Pete. Uh -huh. The way I do there at 9 o'clock, uh -huh. it is now 10 minutes to 9. Yeah. We're... Mm -hmm. Tell her we'll call her back tonight when we know something. Oh, uh-huh, sure. Honey, what yes. is she going on yes. about? The old china turkey platter that she claims Larissa made off with, you know, 25 years what ago. What is she yes, on and... that again? Look, uh -huh. tell her we haven't been to Larissa's house. We don't and know where the Mary... platter is. We'll let her know. We'll call you back tonight. We know more about everything. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I'll ask about the turkey platter. Yeah. Goodbye, goodbye Aunt Mary. Mary. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Now, wait a minute. What uh, are you doing now? It won't take me a second. Just a second. Look, just what? a second. What are you making the bed for? That's what maids are for in a hotel. You're oh, in a hotel. Oh, I never know what to do about making my bed in a hotel. I never know whether to make it so the maid thinks I'm a good housekeeper or whether to leave it so she thinks I'm used to having a maid. Will you tell me what you care about what no, she no, thinks? Come on! 
Spring clean with Glamourine liquid rug and upholstery cleaner. Remember, while the supply lasts, the giant 98-cent pint is yours free with the giant quart. Both for the price of the quart alone, only $1.89. More than enough Glamourine liquid to make all the rugs and upholstery in the average home professionally bright and clean again. Remember, more women buy Glamourine and then buy it again than all other rug and upholstery cleaners combined. So get your Glamourine and the giant quart pint combination today, both for only $1.89. This is uh, Mr. Cyrus Sprague, uh, who represents Chaucer College. Oh, oh how, how do you do? do? I asked Mr. Sprague? Sprague to be with us at the reading of the will for reasons that will shortly become apparent. You mean my cousin left her estate to a college instead of to a relative? Dear, please, now let, let Mr. Well, Cole... Well, rather than well, answer your question directly, I think it would be better if I proceed with the reading of the will after a brief summary of the situation since the death of Mrs. Cummins, which occurred in August 6, 1957. Oh, it's Mother's birthday. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go on, Mr. Cole. Uh, the deceased was known to inherited a sizable fortune, we uh, might say, from her husband. Yet after her death, no will was found. She was known to be quite a recluse, seldom venturing out of her house, which was subsequently discovered to be in a uh, rather, shall I say, deplorable state. Well, I know you told us about the 14-player piano she'd collected and the newspapers and the rubbish all over the house, Mr. Cole, and I can't tell you how sorry I am. The family feels terrible about it. Because I can assure you, everybody else in Honey. the family is an excellent housekeeper. If anything, we're all too fussy. Dear I know Mr. that. Cole is simply stating the facts. Well, I don't he... want him to think we're all terrible housekeepers in the family. Darling, he's Every not taking sides or we... criticizing. He's merely bringing us up to date. No, I just don't... Exactly. In the months that uh, followed, the contents of the house were examined. Did they find a lovely old China turkey platter? Darling. That I... No, I... <laughs> I mean, there's, there's time enough. I think for... uh, perhaps I'd better proceed directly with the reading of what has yes. now been authenticated, the last will and testament of the deceased. <clears throat> I, Larissa May Cummins, being of sound and a disposing mind and memory, do hereby make, publish, and declare this as my last will and testament. In witness whereof, I have hereunto subscribed my name this 25th day of April in the year 1955. Well, there you are. What? That is incredible. I don't think I even understood it, all that legal language. Well, now, wait a minute. What, what she did, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Cole. She left her house and 15 acres of land and 27 cats to her remaining relative or relatives who would live in this house and take care of the 27 cats. I thought Mr. Cole said she left a half a million dollars. That is correct. Your husband omitted the money. Look, I wouldn't live anywhere and take care of 27 cats for half a billion dollars. What's the matter with this woman? Well, now, wait a minute, dear. Do I understand correctly that if none of the relatives wish to do this, that everything goes to the uh, college that Mr. Sprague here represents? That is correct, providing Chaucer College cares for the 27 cats lovingly and tenderly until their natural death. Well, it looks to me, Mr. Sprague, as though Chaucer College just got itself a hunk of property plus 27 cats. <laughs> well, not just a minute. If there are eight relatives to be considered, dear, it'd be... well, somebody might want to do it, you now, know. look here, will I'm we... one of the heirs here. I don't like the way you just go handing it to Mr. Sprague. Oh, Mr. Sprague merely represents the interests of the college. Well, what's the matter with you? Well, half a million dollars is a half a million dollars. Look, you're going to move to Boston and live in this ramshackle house? 
take care of 27 cats? A half a million dollars is a half million dollars. <clears throat> May I say something? Yes, I, I wish you would, Mr. Sprague. You haven't said anything so far. I wish you'd say something to get my wife out of dreamland here. Yeah, Mr. Cole did not mention that there was another will that was uh, uncovered, uh, dated previously to this one. In that, Mrs. Cummins left everything to Chaucer College, which we feel indicates her true wishes and desires. This later will was, perhaps, we feel, uh, prompted by some, uh, uh, let us say, human feeling for revenge? Or perhaps it merely represented a humorous side of her character. What do you mean, revenge? It means that Larissa was mad at the family anyhow. She's the one who stole the turkey platter when Grandfather died, and it should have been Aunt Mary's. And that's why nobody spoke to her for 25 years. She didn't speak to them either. Exactly. The... That's why I just, say... Just, just a minute, Mr. Sprague. Now, look, if I may interrupt. Mr. Sprague is trying to say that Larissa was just getting back at the family by dangling half a million dollars at him. Same time, they had to move here and take care of the cats to get it. I know what he was saying. I know what he is saying. His college wants to do us out of the estate. Well, now, I wouldn't put it that way. Well, what way would you put it, Mr. Sprague? Oh, honey. Well, I just... Half a million dollars is a half a million dollars. Of course it is. Of course it is. But divided up among a group of people, it is not half a million dollars. However, let us look at it this way. With the additional 15 acres of the estate, which adjoins Chaucer College, we would be able to erect a fine new auditorium, subsidized by the bequest. Think of it, an auditorium where the fine, eager, brilliant, grasping minds of our students, our American youth, will be able to hear the finest music, the great speakers of our day. We owe it. We owe it to our young people to give them every possible advantage. We must all make sacrifices for the next generation, which will be governing our country. Now, let me put it this way. Take care of the young in your nest, and they'll come home to roost. Well, let me put it this way, Mr. Sprague. You are counting your chickens before they are hatched. can say is, it's just all too exciting for words. It's a half a million dollars. And a house, and 15 acres of land, and Effie. Oh, and 27 my. cats. You keep forgetting the cats. I don't know what's the matter with you. I don't know what's the matter with you. Couldn't you see that Mr. Sprague was trying to persuade me to persuade all the heirs to the estate to renounce our claims and make a grand gesture of letting the college get it? Yes, and what else can you do? Now, we went over the list of relatives. They are either too sick, they're too old, or too far away, or too something. There wasn't one that we thought could or would move into Larissa's house and take care of any 27 cats. Well, I like cats, but I must say, 27 does seem like too much of a good thing. Uh. However, for a half a million, you could put up with an awful lot. Whoever does it, Aunt Effie's got to completely pull up stakes and live in that house until the last one of those cats has died a natural death. Oh, my goodness, sounds like something you read in a story. <laughs> Boy, you'll pardon my speaking your family, dear, but that cousin Larissa sounds like a real crackpot. That's a lot of money. You'd pay inheritance tax on it, don't forget. You, you couldn't live in that house of hers without fixing it up, and... Look, a person would be an idiot to do uh, even... A half a million is a lot of money. How long do cats live? We had one at home that lived 18 years, but that's unusual. Anywhere from 5 to 10, I'd say, ordinarily, and cats are not a lot of work. No, no, Of course, you've got to feed them, yes. but they keep themselves clean. Yeah. And they're fun to play with. Where did you come from? Under the bed. Look, you, you get out from there, will you? Now... Oh, Mommy, <laughs> please, it would be just wonderful, just wonderful to have 27 cats. <laughs> well, Mother's thinking about it. It, dear. Thinking about a uh, half a million dollars is a lot of money. Uh. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. 
does beechnut applesauce taste so extra grand? Because apples get such loving care in beechnut babyland. The apples there grow red and ripe and juicy sweet, it's true. Picked when they're full of vitamins and luscious flavor, too. The apples then are washed and cooked and strained with so much haste that beechnut applesauce preserves a special sun-fresh taste. Yes, in Babyland, each wholesome food is deliciously top grade. It has to be the best when it's for Beechnut's carriage trade. That's right. Every food from Beechnut Babyland is extra special good, like Beechnut applesauce, just brimming with good food nourishment and the sunny flavor babies love. Enjoy the special goodness of Babyland. Get Beechnut, the most babied foods in the world. <laughs> Put your things in the suitcase. Come on, hurry up. I should think it would be far better to stay one more day and... We are going home now, this minute. Look, I've been down to the desk. I paid the bill. I told the bell captain to send the boy up for the bags in exactly 15 minutes. That was 12 minutes ago, so you got three minutes I left. I cannot pack a suitcase rushing so frantically. Don't I? You are ramming everything come up. On I'm just not going to get... Well... I'm all ready to leave. Goodness knows I just threw things in the suitcase. Why all this mad rush? We suddenly? are going home. Now, well, Betsy, don't forget your doll, honey. I don't know why you should get so excited. I didn't even imply that we should pull up stakes and move here to Boston. All I said was we should at least give it some thought. I mean, it, it, it's... Look, I don't need to think twice about spending the best years of my life playing nursemaid to a bunch of mangy cats. And if you want to, you'd better get yourself another husband. Only make sure he's not marrying you for your money. Thank you. <laughs> I think I could still catch a husband without having to have money. I will never take care of money. money. I can just see this is going to cause a lot of trouble. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, Raymond Bramley, and John Boroff, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door.